Welcome, sports fans, to the 59th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, August 4th, 2023, back after a week break. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting, tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. This week, we will be reviewing over and unders for the NFL, AFC, and NFC South divisions. We will check out, if you're interested, you can check out our previous episodes where we looked at the East, West, and North AFC and NFC predictions as well. There's a lot of good stuff out there, a lot of good analysis for those predictions. But we also have, of course, for you, updates for our very important Summer Fling Baseball Betting Challenge where that's heating up. And we have locks of the week, some soccer news and picks and Hail Marys ready for you today. Also, don't forget to check us out for our bonus commentary and picks out on X. Is that what we say now? It's out on X. We're all we're all loving each other a little bit more because we're all on X. Yes. <laughs> X will make you feel better. So go out to X. Enjoy X some X. Give it to you. What? <laughs> 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 X is going to give it to you out there at you bet underscore podcast you bet underscore podcast out on X where we do where all the magic happens for the summer baseball fling and also additional commentary and picks for you out there at you bet underscore podcast so thanks for joining us today let's get started and go around the horn and see who's on the field let's go to the man who may have accidentally discovered discipline by forgetting the NFL started yesterday Let's see how Mike is doing today. I'm doing fantastic because I would have picked the Jets yesterday. <laughs> My reasoning would have been, oh, they got Wilson starting and he's an actual starting quarterback versus the Browns playing nobody. Well, thank God I can't tell time. Yay. So what happened in that game? What was the final score? 21-16 Browns. Really? And yeah. I mean, Browns looked stupid in the first half, and then they decided to come back and win. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I uh, I turned the game on probably about midway through the first quarter, and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about this. <laughs> so, score one for Mike. Nice. Well, consider that a win for you, Mike, for next week. Yes. <laughs> All right, now let's go to the guy who isn't stupid enough to bet on preseason football yet. Dave, how are you today? Fantastic. Uh, recapping from uh, two weeks ago, it was my turn to go undefeated. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So good times on that. And then, uh, you know, creeping up there on the summer fling, which I'm quite excited about as well. Where are you at? What's your credit total? I'm at 1032.50. Damn, you're getting close. You're getting close. I oh, I forgot to mention, I went four and one two weeks ago. Missed the last Hail Mary. Ah, so close to that perfect week. Yeah, I know. So Would've far away. Dave, congratulations. And I, congratulations. I want to tell you guys that be, with that undefeated mark, guess who won for me? Ooh. Your your Achilles for both of you. The Dodgers won for me. They beat no the Rangers. Way. Yes. What? It's not even possible. The Dodgers no. cannot come through for a win for anybody. No. It's like the goddamn Royals. <laughs> who's won like seven straight or something stupid uh, screw them um yeah. all right so guys i'm jeff i'm here uh learning something uh re what i did learn is that uh two weeks ago i went three and two so my win streak continues but obviously not as good as the other two folks who said they did better than i did <laughs> two weeks ago but i am still in the lead for the summer fling holding on by my fingertips having some trouble trouble i'm down to 12 12 and a half so 1212 and a half credits but that still puts me in first place and still gives me some room to play with and probably make some more mistakes, but also pick up some wins here to take a more of a commanding lead over Dave. That's that's my prediction on that. So speaking of yeah, predictions, what about, about three weeks left in that? Uh, you tell me. Do we yeah. have three weeks? We got about three weeks left in that. <laughs> all right, going all in. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, easy. <laughs> three weeks, I'm in. In three weeks, that is 21 days. That is what about 10 or 11 bets still ha that we have to make? Yeah. yeah, so still have some time. So make sure you, everybody out there in the audience check out what's going on with the summer flings. We're having some fun with it out on X, uh, at you 
uh, at you bet underscore podcast. Check it out. So I mentioned predictions. That was my teaser into what we're going to call our uh, for our locks of the week this week. Let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. So we've been using that as our intro music for locks of the week since the beginning, 58 yes. episodes ago or so. Uh, Why mess with perfection? Yeah, there's there can be nothing better. You're absolutely right. So speaking of nothing better, Mike, what do you have for your lock or locks of the week? Well, my lock, singular lock of the week, uh, I'm going to go over to Detroit. Uh, we got the Rays and Tigers, and uh, I'm taking the Rays, minus 150. Uh, Rays have slipped a little bit lately. They started off extremely hot to start the season, something like, you know, 20 and 2 or something like that. And they've, they've hit a little mid-season snag where now they're in second place but uh they just came off a series win over uh the yankees and now they head to detroit to face a terrible detroit tigers team so uh, i think tampa is over their slump it is going to be busted and they are going to take out the tigers today i got tampa bay minus one five zero they seem to have two crappy pitchers pitching too. They do, they do. Which I, I looked at the total, but I I just think Tampa Bay is just gonna, uh, has a least yeah. crappier pitcher. So and this have yeah. a sub, so, sub, sub, uh, just a substantially more dominant team, really. Yes, yes, they do. They do. Awesome. So awesome. lock it up. Lock it up, Dave. What do you got for your lock of the week? My lock of the week, and this is also going to be my summer fling pick, is I have the Orioles over the sliding Mets right now. Um, two reasons for this is that better pitching matchup, uh, Kramer versus uh, Peterson, 10-4 versus 3-7. and seven. Plus, you just got a Mets squad that is just demoralized after they traded away two great pitchers and basically just tossed it in for the rest of the season. Mm. They suck and the Orioles are actually playing for something, and they're a much better team. So I got Baltimore minus 170 at home tonight at 7.05 Eastern time, Michael, over the Mets. So that'll cost you 170 credits to win 100, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I looked at that game. I thought it was a trap, so I hope you lose. It's a trap. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. It's a good, good, good pick as always for your lock of the week and for your, your spring fling, or summer fling. I was, I was checking that one out too. For my lock of the week, I went a different direction, which is good when that happens uh, mm-hmm. for the other two folks. As I went looking at the game at eight ten today uh, with Pirates and the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers. Looking at that game, I uh, checked it out a bit, going back and forth, and I do like that over. So I'm taking the over at eight and a half. Uh, what's uh, looking like going to be a, another high scoring game tonight. Uh, yesterday they came in at 14 and one where Milwaukee beat them 14 to one. That's 14 to one. Um, and also that uh, I do think that there's a lot of other good numbers here that are important. Their combined ERA for these teams their combined average ERA for these teams is 8.61, but on the mound on the mound, it's going to be 13.86 is their ERA who is starting pitching today. 13.86. So that's a, those Can numbers. Can I make a correction there? 13.96. Did What? What? I didn't carry the one? You did not carry the one. Even better. I would double down now off of that tenth of a point. <laughs> like that is, that makes all of the difference. All of I mean, just <laughs> all in. Pushing my chips in. Shoosh, all in. Uh, you know, the only thing that worries me is that they're their bats, like they just make sure that both teams don't have really the best uh hitting clubs here. But uh beyond that, they are giving up tons of run. And this Quinn Priester guy that the pitch the, the pirates are starting is uh looking pretty bad. He couldn't uh it, so he's another one that's making me feel that he's gonna give up a lot of runs. If you could pick the first five inning over, there might be a nice solid pick here too, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. But I do like this over at eight and a half tonight at eight ten for Pirates and Brewers. I'll lock it up. And whew, boy, I think they're going to be a high scoring game. Let's see that one hit. All right. That was our locks of the week. Now let's get further into it. 
Zip it, Doris. Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No! No! And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! Daddy, Jimmy. What? She's crying, sir. <laughs> I love that end. I love that end. And boy, I I, I I wish I could find a louder clip, but it's just it's just such a good one. So, Dave, uh, let's look at what else you got out there for for baseball this week. I uh, so another one for baseball, and this is just based upon them buying in uh, at the end of the season. They actually have some ownership that uh, believes in them. Is I got Houston on the road against the Yankees. Yankees uh, skidding a little here. Severino's two and five uh, this year with a 7.49 ERA. Astros have just been playing unbelievable baseball uh, as of late. They did sweep the Guardians, which the Guardians, I think they did that as a protest uh, for uh, our team, our, our ownership trading away everybody. So, uh, but I think the Astros stay hot. Um, they want to stay in, um, you know, in the running for a, a nice long run into the playoffs. Uh, playoffs here so i have the astros minus 145 on the road against the yankees brown versus severino i hate this but go trastros <laughs> yeah but they're, they're talking the yankees so it makes you feel a little better right yeah, it evens out <laughs> plus i mean i can't believe how bad the yankees have been playing too so i think it's a it's a good pick it, it's bizarro world if you look at the standings in the uh in the al east the Yankees are in last, and Boston's in second last. It's a, it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah, it's very uh, fun. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, what do you got for your other picks for baseball? Uh, I've got two. Uh, I'll go over the repeat one first. Uh, as Dave said, I do like Baltimore. Uh, over Dave. the slumping Mets at minus 170 for all the reasons that Dave said. Uh Kramer's got a much better record. The Mets have nobody now. They have nothing to play for. And as Dave said, they not only did they tank this season, but they tank next season too. Like the only they they yeah, they went from World Series contender to rebuilding within what four months. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were very high expectations for a lot of teams this year, and all of them are very much underperforming. Like the four surprise teams, that would be the Mets, Yankees, uh, San Diego, and drawing a blank, and one more. Way to go. What was that politician that did that? <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember his name. It's too early in the morning here on the West Coast. Let's just say I'm going to take in Baltimore, and I'll call it a day. <laughs> you're taking Baltimore, and you're calling it a day. Yes, well, no, I got one more. Okay. <laughs> but, so you're not calling it a day. The day has not been called. We're going to head over to the first game of the day at 11.20 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, I like the Atlanta Braves over the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Atlanta's minus 165. Uh, Atlanta's just a solid, solid team. Like, I've been watching them on TV a little bit, and they've got – like three players with over 25 homers and one person who has like 37, they can pitch. They're in first place in a tough, well, kind of tough division. Uh, they got a pretty good lead in, in that division. Uh, I, I'm just now realizing how good they are probably a little late in the season, but hey, <laughs> it's better late than never. So uh, I kind of just want to stick with the Atlanta Braves minus 165 at the Cubs. The Cubs have been playing fairly good ball lately which tends to believe that that's going to catch up because i don't think they're a very good team yeah any objections there no i think i think you're right atlanta's a, i mean they're always a good team but i mean they are surprisingly good so I, i'm with you on that mm-hmm. their, their run diff right now is 159 <laughs> wow what nine they sneak up on you they've scored 601 runs the only other team, there's there's actually two other teams that have more than them, and that's the Texas Rangers because you know the ball flies in very hot weather. I've heard that from somebody before. They have six. 
And then the Dodgers got 603. But their run diff of 159, I mean, it's them and the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. And they have an 11 and a half game lead. And you're like, yeah. oh, the second place team much is pretty terrible. No, it's Philly. It's 59 and 50. Who'd be in first place in the damn American League Central? Mm-hmm. Speaky wow. good. Wow. Well, speaking of the American League Central, I'll get into my remaining baseball picks for everybody out there. 810 tonight, Diamondbacks at Twins. Diamondbacks are third in the NL West. The Twins are first in the AL Central. I'm taking the Twins at minus 130. I think that is a solid pick. It was so, actually, I was so confident on this that I almost made it my lock of the week. Diamondbacks Ooh. are coming in at uh, three and seven of their last 10. Three game slide uh, still taking place is going to continue. The thing, reason it really sent me over, uh, really looking confident to, into this game, is that the pitching. So the Diamondbacks, their, their whip, their walks and hits per inning pitched is 20th in the league. And their strikeouts for nine innings is 23rd in the league. So that directly compares. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because the Twins are number one in both of those categories. Number one with the lowest whip, number one with the lowest or the highest uh, case for uh, for nine innings. So that matchup alone made me feel like, wow, the, the, the Twins pitching is really going to shut down. The Diamondbacks are not going to be able to climb out of the the losing hole they are digging over there. The only thing I have to to uh, to be concerned with at all, if there's anything that that just shook me away from this, is that uh, you know, is this that just kind of make sure that that the Twins actually get a, a lot of bat on the ball and then put it in the field. But they are really not known for giving up a lot of runs or a lot of hits either. They're number three for the number of runs they give up and number two for the number of hits they give up. So all the stats on this one are pointing in the direction I like to see here for the Twins to beat the Diamondbacks at minus 130. Seems like a value to me. They're going to want, going to, want to take the uh, the series opener at home. All these things are pointing to the Twins coming out the win tonight over the Diamondbacks. Uh, minus 130 at 810 tonight. Take those Twins. The other one is more of a piggyback I have off of what Dave already mentioned, so I don't have too much more to add. We've all talked about this game a little bit, is the Astros and the Yankees. Looked at it back and forth, up and down. I said, you know what, nine and a half, pa, pish, pa. It's going to be over nine and a half. So I, I think, <laughs> you know, pish, pa? Yeah, nine and okay. a half. Come on. They average giving up nine runs a game. Their ERA average uh, for both teams combined is uh, just under eight. But looking what they're putting on the mound is 11.61 ERA just on the mound starting off. If I did the math right, if I carried the one. I'm going to check, right? Math departments. Another reason. Yep, yep, you're right. Yeah, basic math worked out on that one. That's good. So another reason why I like this over, though, it wasn't mentioned, is both teams give up the long ball. Both teams. So when you're going to be able to put runners on base uh, with the ERAs that they have, with the whips that they have, and they can put up the long ball, I think that's going to jack the score up a little bit. That's why I'm confident at the over at 9.5. Yankees better learn how to hit the damn ball because they're having some trouble doing it. But as long as they uh, they put it in play, then I think that the solid this over is solid at 9.5. Which is an early game, kind of seven oh five tonight. Uh, take that over at nine and a half for Astros and Yankees. Wraps up our baseball picks for the day. Let's let's switch gears. How about I go ahead and address the larger than average elephant in the room? No, I have never coached the sport that you folks call football at any level. Jesus. Um, and heck, you could fill two internets with what I don't know about football. <laughs> <laughs> two internets of what we two don't internets. know about football. So here we go. We're going to get into soccer. There's a lot happening in the soccer world, especially for all of the players uh, without a Y chromosome. So let's see what's, uh, Dave, what do you think? What do you think about what's happening in the world of soccer? Well, uh, you know what? I'm happy to say that this Sunday, you actually have a Premier League game that's going on, a real one. Uh-huh. And it's it's what they call the Community Shield uh, Cup. And th- it's, uh, the first and second uh, teams from last year play in the, uh, the first game of the season. And uh, so it's Man City versus Arsenal. And Arsenal uh-huh. all in this year. City is always good as well. So I am not picking a team on this one because 
I'm not exactly sure what the hell is going to happen. Uh, but what I can tell you is I think there's going to be a lot of goals and I think there's going to be more than three. So I am taking the Man City Arsenal over three goals in the Community Shield uh, that is played on Sunday. Uh, on the women's side, um, I would avoid betting on the United States. And I just don't think they're they're as good of a team as they were in the past. Um, you know, they they don't have the the same fire and the same drive. Uh, so I would avoid them and just watch and cheer them on, and hopefully they do win. That's awesome. I, I like that, and I am going to I am going to uh, talk about that in a minute. Mike, what do you like for for soccer? Um. Uh... To do the opposite of Dave, uh, I am <laughs> going to be betting uh, Team USA uh, for most of the reasons Dave said. I think that a lot of people are overlooking them. They barely survived. It's kind of like, you know, a team's down. They've, they're they going to basically be focused. They're playing Sweden, and it's going to be a tough matchup for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But if they get past this, it actually becomes a little bit easier for them. So, like – Germany's out the number two team and Brazil's out, which is number six team. Like a lot of the top teams are out. And I think now the team USA is going to focus. Like they, it seems like the, uh, the preliminary rounds now, the, uh, the, the round Robin rounds, they, they really survived. And I think now, you know, champ, it's, it's kind of like when you look at the Patriots of the past or the, the Yankees when they were doing their thing, they didn't take, they didn't really focus much on the regular season to just get into the playoffs or even the Warriors after they had won like their, their 70 game season or 73 game win the next season, they didn't win nearly as much, but they just dominated in the playoffs. Like this is where team USA focuses. So I want to take them. And if inner Miami's playing, I'm just going to bet them now because apparently they just can't lose. So <laughs> those are the those are the two teams I would take. I would take Team USA in Miami. I'm going to bet a two-time women's World Cup champion trying to repeat and Messi. So I think that's pretty solid on my part. Yeah, yeah. Good good analysis there. Good job. Thank you. But I'm with you on Team USA. So I, I'm also I think I'm taking you Team USA over Sweden. I think that there's a lot of expectations that somebody had that for some reason aren't aligning with what they wanted to see out of the games. And I don't know why we bombed Vietnam. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we, we drew, we drew against Netherlands who was there what number one in group E they're a solid team from the Netherlands that we, we drew against them and we just didn't score against Portugal because we probably didn't come out too strong to save up energy and planning and not give up plays and tactics to what we're going to do to Sweden. You right. know, it's kind of like in football, like we have that, like, where the college football, where they play, you know, uh, uh, St. Mary's of the poor or whatever, whatever it's called. Uh, they, they have that weak team they play and they don't look like they're playing all that good because they're not really doing all their plays and, and showing all the stuff for the reels. I kind of think that's what happened with Vietnam or I'm sorry, with, with Portugal, when USA played them, I think they are a, a decent team. I do think they're worth putting uh, a bet on here against Sweden they hey um they're they're better at Sweden on shots, better than Sweden on shots on target, which we know I love that stat. And right. they have uh they they have some strength on defense here that I think is going to be evident when they come against Sweden. So I I, I kind of like the fire that it gives the team when when they, they have high expectations, everybody kind of turns the table and they go, What? What do you mean? We, we didn't even have a chance to show you what we got yet. So I think USA still has a lot to show on the pitch and they will. So I'm against Dave. Screw you, Dave. That's on Sunday. I'm taking uh, United States over Sweden. But earlier than that, tomorrow, on the 5th of August, the um, I like Japan over Norway. Uh, Japan is is solid. They've, they've handily won their first three games, WWW, going against Norway, who is second in Group A, who has a 1-1-1. One, one, one. So they've won one, drew one, lost one. And they're really not even close. You look at the stats. Uh, you know, the shots, uh, Japan's number two shots on target. They're number one goals. They're number Japan's number one, all going against the much lower uh, stats uh, showing here from what uh, Norway has put up. So I think that is a, is a pretty solid bet. Japan is going to take, uh, take the win over Norway in that game, which is tomorrow at 4 a.m. 
Eastern. So set your alarms, everybody. Get up and watch that one live at 4 a.m. Japan versus Norway. Or 1 a.m. Pacific. Ooh, you can almost stay up for that one. Stay up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) I do like to stay up as long as I can when I'm dealing with the women's teams. Oh, Jesus, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, On that note, let's move it along. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And get back onto what's very important here. And this is for our picks. Let's uh... dropping back in the pocket. Looking there's the hail Mary headed for the end zone. And it is our hail Mary's pick hail Mary picks of the week, which were not forgotten, which will never be forgotten for our audience. This is where we go long and deep and hopefully score. Mike, what do you like for your hail Mary pick this week? A slight underdog here with the Miami Marlins heading to Texas. Uh, Texas has been playing eh, okay ball lately, um, allowing the Astros or the Trashtros, as uh, one of my colleagues here says, um, uh, to catch back up in the division. Um, Miami actually has a a better pitcher going against uh, uh, Texas right now. You got Lazardo going. Uh, he's eight and five with a three point three eight ERA. Not too bad. Seems like that might be the ace of their team going against Montgomery, who's uh, six and nine. I'm sure Jeff will have a comment at some point on that. Nope. Uh, I got the Miami plus one thirty uh, on the road at Texas. It just seems like the pitching matchup favors Miami there, even though Texas is the better team. Excellent, excellent hail mary. Thank you. I'm I'm jotting it down as I as I speak. That's 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 great. Dave, what do you like for your Hail Mary? My Hail Mary, I'm actually uh, gonna contradict something that you said earlier. I am taking the D backs plus one ten over the um the twins have uh, uh, an unbelievable knack of just allowing the guardians to stay within striking distance. <laughs> and so I think it, it's I'm just going straight on the pitching matchup here. I got Kelly over over mm-hmm. uh nine to five versus six and five. Uh, I think this is kind of a bargain bet with the D-backs getting plus 110. And I think uh, Vegas is recognizing that as well because the Twins, who should uh, win this game, are only minus 135 at home. So I'm going to – my underdog, my Hail Mary, is going to be D-backs on the road with a better pitcher over the Twins. You know, we could put a summer fling bet on that and uh, change the margin up a little bit because we're going Ooh. opposite directions on those bets. But we can we can figure that out on X later. Cool. Well, I disagree with you, sir. Um, <laughs> but I'm, but for my hail mary, um, you know what I what I'm taking it because I'm taking it is I'm taking the Guardians uh, tonight seven ten over White Sox. They are like you know, a lot of reasons they need to catch up here in the AL Central, playing a fourth place AL Central White Sox. They think they need to win the series. Uh, they're coming in. Both teams are coming in on losing streaks. Uh, Guardians are coming in with three losses. White Sox are coming in on four. They're putting Clevenger on the mound for the White Sox. They know that guy. They know is him. It, they know how he like throws the ball. Yeah. This is a Hail Mary pick? Yes, my Hail Mary pick. Yeah. What's the line? Plus 140. Cleveland is? Yeah. Nope. Nice Hail Mary pick. Shit. <laughs> I got a, I got Cleveland minus one sixty. I'm going. How the hell is this a hail mary pick? It's a hail mary to Jeff. <laughs> he has his own rule. Damn it! I'll take it with the spread. <laughs> <laughs> so you take the run line. They got win by two. They win by you yeah. Cheat. You big cheater! Damn it! Totally <laughs> cheated. Totally cheated. Well, then I take the White Sox because. (laughs) (laughs) Well, screw all of you. I still think the Guardians are going to win. That's enough on that. Uh, Cleveland's a better team. They should uh, be favored to win because I thought they should be. So I guess I was right in that aspect. But I just had my numbers wrong for, I don't know how I thought they were minus, or I'm sorry, they were plus uh, 140s. I thought that was a great deal. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it would be a great deal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, well, not the first time. Screwed up. Not going to be the last. I'm still taking the Guardians as my L Mary. You guys Screw can you all. We'll let you. We'll let you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. 
Where are we? There we are. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone, and it is. That's our Hail Mary picks of the week, somewhat Hail Mary picks of the week. Uh, <laughs> hope you guys all enjoy them, win them, and uh, bet them and win them. So now we're going to get into the portion of our show where we will discuss the predictions of over and unders for the AFC and NFC South divisions. So let's fire that up and get pumped. And that's good. That's good intro music. You can do that anywhere. You can do that like walking into a room, man. That's that's good oh, stuff. Yeah. That is good <laughs> stuff. All right. So we're going to start with the AFC South. AFC South. And uh, right now, uh, let's start with Texas, Dave. Texas is looking like they have uh, a over-under of six and a half. Uh, what do you like, Dave? Um, well, the only reason why I'm going to cheer for the Texans is because of CJ Stroud. Um, but it's, gosh, I, they're six and a half. I think they just suck. Um, I think they're going to squeak out probably five or six wins, which would put this at an under. Um, so I'm taking Texas under six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. They just got I think he's going to get beat up. Uh, so look for CJ Stroud to take a couple hits and, Throw some picks. Agree. Mike, what do you like for Texas? Um, they're not a very good team. Uh, I had them at five wins, which again would put them as under. Um, they actually, I looked at their schedule. They have a fairly average schedule. Like it's not a tough schedule. And I still only had them at five wins because they're just, they're just a bad team. <laughs> um, like again, they, I, besides CJ Shroud, I can't name anybody on their team anymore. They've lost a lot of their defensive leaders. They've lost their offensive leader in Watson. So, yeah, total rebuild for them. Uh, five wins, solid under. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there. I think we're all in agreement here. Not only is it a rebuilding year, it's still a rebuilding year because last year, what, they won three games? Three right. games. This is an improvement for this year. I think they're, yeah, it's actually it's a, percentage wise, that's a pretty decent improvement uh, in wins if they get up to five. So, right. I think I have them at five as well. We probably all picked the same games for them to win. CJ Stroud, you know, uh, we'll see how that's going to turn out. Uh, I think their, their average uh, offense last year was 17 points per game or something like that. Um, I don't know. They're they're they they're they're not looking good. They have a lot of issues, and they are still rebuilding. So take that under for the Texans. We are in unanimous decisions on that. Let's see how we feel about the Colts. Let the Indianapolis Colts, Dave. What do you like there? I, it looks like uh, they're at six and a half for their over under prediction. Yeah, they're going to rival Houston as being a crappy team as well. I, you know, this is they have a tough schedule. Um. You know, besides playing, you know, they, they're probably going to split with the Texans, but you got to play the AFC North, which I see that as four losses right there for Indy. Um, they're playing Atlanta, which I think is going to be an improved team. Um, they uh, it, it, Done. Under. I don't even have to say else. <laughs> Mike, what do you like for the Colts? Over or under? Six and a half. I have them with three wins. <laughs> I think that's so again another solid solid under here uh again they gotta play the jaguars twice they gotta play the rams even their uh, even their non-afc north schedule stuff they gotta play the rams they gotta play the saints who's gonna be a, a much better team um patriots bucks eh, but uh raiders even like there's when you look at them you're like well anyone they match up with i'm like oh they're not gonna win that one i'm like I didn't predict zero wins because I thought that would just be mean. So I think, well, they'll squeeze out a few wins here and there, but I only got them winning three. Like, I, I, yeah, this division is just not good. So I got three wins and a solid under four for Indy. Oh, poor Indy. Uh, I, I have them for, uh, I have four. I have four wins, so I'm under the six and a half as well. <laughs> uh, the worst scoring in the league for 2022. They hired a new head coach, so that's going to be 
some upheaval that's going on over there. And I just don't see him winning much splitting a you know, bit with the Texans. And uh, it's, it's, it's sad. Uh, I, I wish them the best and may God rest their soul. Um, <laughs> God have mercy on their soul. God have mercy on their souls because they're, they're not going to win many games. So, oh, Hey, we're unanimous again for uh, uh, Colts under six and a half. Let's go to Mike this time. Mike, start us off with the Jaguars. We have them at nine and a half right now. What do you, what do you think there? Uh, somebody apparently has to win this division. And I think it's going to be the Jaguars by a wide margin. I got them winning 12 games. What? Whoa. 12 games. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Uh, they have a mixture of tough teams and just flat out garbage teams. They play like they play the chiefs, which I don't, that'll be a very tough game, but they play them early. Chiefs usually get off to a relatively slow start. Uh, they play the Colts, Texans, Falcons, no good. And then the Bills. Mm. Then it goes back into Colts, Saints, Steelers, 49ers. I'm like, oh. So they have like one tough week, two down weeks. One tough week, two down weeks. And I'm just like, man, they they will they have enough talent to compete with the top tier teams like your your Chiefs and your in your Bengals and uh and the 49ers I think those will be solid solid games and then everybody else they play is just terrible so I think they squeeze out one win versus a top team they win at least six in the division they win more if they could play more so I I just figure that's that's it you know I mean they're playing the Bucks the Panthers like these aren't good teams they're playing against 12 wins. Solid, solid over. 12 wins. Holy wow. schmoly. Dave, yeah. uh, what, what do you think about that? Uh, do you like over under for nine and a half, uh, regardless of the 12 prediction? I think overall, I think this whole division just stays the same it was last year. So, you know, you had Houston had three wins last year. I think they're going to be better. Indianapolis is going to suck. Um, Jacksonville, yes, I think will win this uh, division. But I think they come in with that nine to ten wins, and I'm gonna say they're just because they're in a shitty division. I think they just squeak it over with ten wins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike, you you gave a good argument, man. And you tell a good story, you weave a good tale. But I'm not with you on twelve. I have ten, and I was I was worried about the ten. I thought I might be a little overstated and and just so you know in the past 15 years they've only had one season where they've won more than nine games i'm aware so i just don't see i mean what's this trevor coming up stepping up i I I do think they win the division but you know 10 i feel i feel like i'm giving like them something at 10 games um with any 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 factor here can can change this so I, i if anything it's a stay away in my opinion but uh, if I have to pick one, uh, I go with the over here. They squeak it out with 10, uh, and uh, and and that's good for them. So, okay, not as confident on that as Mike is, but I think we are all in agreement on the over for the Jaguars. So this is riveting. Let's get into the Titans. Seven and a half, Mike. What do you like? Over or under for those Tennessee Titans? Uh, I was kind of on the nose with this one. I had seven wins, so it's barely an under um again they have an average schedule but they do they do play some tough teams they gotta play the chargers is one of their their bonus games they play the cincy dolphins they gotta play the jags twice they will get at least four wins in a division so they just gotta find three other wins out there uh maybe the falcons maybe the panthers seahawks i don't know what i'm getting with them so I had them at seven. I think I gave them the Seahawks and I just right on that number, like Tannehill doesn't excite me. Henry, it's not a running league anymore. I can't name a receiver on their team. Uh, I don't know anybody on their defense, but they do have a solid coach who is, you know, played under Belichick for a long time. Uh, Oh God, I can't remember his name. What's his name, Dave? Yeah. Thanks. That was good. Uh, Brady. Brady. No, no, it's not Brady. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Dynamite drop in, Jeff. <laughs> Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Yes. yes. So, uh, 
he'll maybe give him a win, but I still think it's at seven. I, it's right on the number. I would tentatively pick an under here. They could go over. They could win eight. So I would avoid this. I would avoid a total on this, but gun to my head, I got to go under. Dave, what do you like? Over, under for Titans, seven and a half. I improved by a game this year. I think they actually do go over. I got eight games for them. Um, I, I think they're they're just a generally – I think they're an overall solid team. Solid, but, you know, not not a 500 team that's like, you know, like the Browns have been over the past 10 years. It, it's it's going to be they're, – they're, they're middle to upper. You know, they're going to increase. They're going to improve. So that's why I think that they're going to they're going to improve this year, and that's why I got them winning at least eight games this year. I mean, that still puts them below 500, but – I, I, they just sneak out some some gutsy wins every once in a while. So, again, being in a shitty division that helps them out. Yeah, yeah, agree. Uh, you know, I I looked at this uh, for the seven and a half, and I went back and forth, and I went under here. So I pick under here because of all the reasons that that Mike stated. Um, I agree with the under for those things, but also because they're prone to injuries. And they have, uh, you know, it seems to be still just in a rebuilding mode for them to 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 get some more talent on the team after releasing a lot of the um, the older veterans that were that were out there uh, for them. Uh, but they also have the problem that they've mentioned is that they not a problem, but it's 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 a problem with picking the over under here is that they are in a very shitty division, <laughs> so they are going right. to pick up some wins. So I, I I'm going to stay with the under, but I also kind of feel like this is a stay away too because. I think with a couple injuries and they're looking very bad and they're, they're very prone to the injuries, but uh, uh, I'm taking the under here overall. Uh, and that's what I'm going to stick with. So if we had to pick one, one that you're most confident with Mike, I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but let's hear you say it out loud. Which one are you most confident uh, in your over under prediction? In Trevor, we trust. Let's go Jags. Yep. All right, Dave, what do you think your most confident pick here? Indy under six, uh, six and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on Indy under six and a half. I'm going to take that one too as my most confident pick. They just, uh, they're just going to be a shit show. <laughs> so, right, right. So that's that's good. All it's right. Their running back wants a trade. Like even their best player, the Taylor, wants out. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> that's usually a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So that wraps up the AFC South. Now let's jump into the NFC South. Starting with the Falcons, Dave, I have them here at eight and a half. Uh, what do you like? Over under? Uh, you know what? I, I think this is uh, this is kind of uh, most of these teams are pretty even. Um, I'd say minus maybe Tampa Bay, but uh, At- Atlanta and Desmond Ritter, I trust. Um, he is a University of Cincinnati graduate. If they can figure out how to get him to pass and run they will win more games. So I got them going over the eight and a half. They're going to win nine games this year on the back of Desmond Ritter. All right. You're taking the over on Ritter, uh, making the difference there for you. Mike, what do you like for the Falcons? I'm winning six games on the backs of Ritter because I'm not really convinced (laughs) how Ritter will do this year. Uh, they do have a mainly easy schedule. They have a, they have a relatively weak start to the schedule, so they could start off really well. They play the Panthers, Packers, hit the Lions and Jags. So you yeah. figure possibly two and two there, but then they got Texans, Commanders, Bucks, Titans. They that's a good stretch. That'll give the young kid either a lot of confidence or he's just going to get thrown to the wolves and and have a few upsets here, like. Like, but then after that, the schedule just starts to get brutal. Yeah. And uh, kind of. I don't know. I think I might have mispredict here. Six wins is a little low, but I just don't have very much faith in Atlanta at this point. So we'll go six wins, maybe seven, but that's still under. So I got them under. All right, under. You're taking the under. I also am taking the under. I have them at, at eight games just because they have a what I look like to be a, a decent, pretty easy schedule, especially for the first half. They're going to pick up a lot of those wins. Um, I, 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 I still put them under just because Ritter just needs to prove something. And 
honestly, with the Falcons, I mean, I don't, I mean, whatever, what I looked at, I can't really find talent on either side of the ball. <laughs> so I'm like, what's going to happen out there? Who's going to be the playmaker? Who's really going to come forth and, and drive, uh, drive this team to, to wins. I don't know. I don't see that. It seems like their defense got a little better, but they needed it. Um, I, I don't, I just don't, I just don't know. Just don't know what they're going to do there. So I got them after much debate on eight on the backs of Ritter <laughs> at the under. Two unders and an over. All right. Panthers, Dave. Those Panthers, seven and a half. What do you like there? Uh, I see Bryce Young getting the crap beat out of them this year. Um, I see them is a solid under seven and a half just because of the fact that Atlanta is going to beat them twice um, and get their over. So. I, you know, this is a growing year for Bryce, uh, you know, get him comfortable with the league, but I just, I don't see them playing as well. I, I see at some point in time, maybe uh, later on the year, I, I don't want to wish injury on anybody um, because of his style. I could see him getting banged up like he did in college. And then, you know, who the backup quarterback is the redheaded wonder, Andy Dalton. Let's go. The red <laughs> rifle. That's right. <laughs> He's still playing. He's still playing. Hey, they tape him up. Kicker? <laughs> hey. God, prop him up out there with some Novocaine and some tape and get out there and do something. <laughs> All right. So, okay. You're taking that. You're taking that under. Mike, Panthers, seven and a half, over under. <sighs> got it right, right on the number. I got eight. I got him somehow winning eight games. Uh, which puts them slightly over. I, I do think that uh, uh, they got a relatively easy schedule. They play, you know, Texans, Colts, Bears, Titans, Bucks, Falcons. They'll split with the Falcons, Packers. Like, every time I look at the matchup, I'm like, oh, they could probably win that game. Oh, they could probably win that game. Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, my God, they've got eight of those. And I'm like, well, I guess that's an over. Uh, they just play such an easy schedule. Mm-hmm. And I still – worry that they're going to barely get over so i don't have much faith in them (laughs) they're a bad team but again (laughs) they're just playing all of the bad teams like the afc south and nfc south are playing each other and they're all terrible teams you know like oh my god somebody has to win i just favored the nfc to win all these games so that's why Everyone in the AFC South is under, and almost everybody in the in the NFC South is over. It's because they just have to split that way. So, so I think there's between the two conferences, there's more talent in the NFC South. So that's why I'm going with their over, barely over. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't risk any actual money on this. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I think, Mike, you and I are, are somehow operating from a very similar playbook because I came up with 8-2 just because the more I looked at their schedule, I said, this is a very, very easy schedule that they have right. before them. And just math, just math. You start adding <laughs> them up, you're like, well, shit, that's like somewhere between seven and nine wins, uh, right. you know, give or take a few, because of how weak the AFC looks, AFC South looks. So, uh, you know, but but I, I do agree with uh, with Dave's point there on, on Bryce Young. He's got a lot to prove. He's undersized, and, you know, he could get banged up quite a bit for his style of play. Hopefully uh, there are no uh, injuries, because I think a few injuries would knock the Panthers off of this path quite easily. They need all the talent they can get out there because they don't have a lot. They just have an easy schedule. So I am also with the over uh, at eight. So the thin over, but it over, you know, if anything, it's a stay away and, and, and take a look uh, later in the season of, of what actually is, is happening. All right, Mike, back to you. Saints, nine, mm. not nine and a half, nine for the wow. under. What do you gonna, like? I'm going to shock some people here. Uh-uh. Uh, even I got them winning 11 games. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to win this division very solidly. They have the best quarterback by far in a division with their car. Yeah. Um. No expectations going in, and that's perfect for Derek Carr because he's a good quarterback. Once you put expectations on him, he's no good. And their schedule has to be, at least on paper, the easiest. Yeah. Uh, Titans, ugh. Panthers, yeah. uh, Packers, uh, Bucks, Patriots, Texans. Like they could start off easily six and zero. Oh. Six yeah. and zero. Oh. Then they play mm-hmm. the Jaguars. I'm like, okay, that's after that. 
Colts, Bears. I'm like, oh my God, that's eight and one. <laughs> then they hit the Vikings. Okay. Vikings suck. <laughs> right. Falcons, no good. Lions, eh. Then it's the Panthers. The Giants at that point, who knows what they're going to be like. The Rams, we have no idea how they're going to be any good or not. Then the Bucks and Falcons, like they could go freaking 15 and two. <laughs> they play two solid teams. They play no good quarterbacks. Like the best quarterback they play is maybe Stafford. Yeah. And Goff. Like, and, and the Cousins. I mean, there's, they could even flex that game because the Vikings could be good. And we know Cousins terrible in prime time. Like there's just, everything's aligning for the New Orleans Saints to have an incredible season and then get bounced in the first round of the playoffs when they play a good quarterback. They play no good quarterbacks all year. So I got 11 wins and it might even be more. Dave, do you agree? Ditto. I mean, I'm with Mike on that. I think they're, they're one of those teams that is definitely going to be improved. Um, I, I think they, you know, with their car coming over, uh, again i'm with mike you look at the schedule and it's you know win 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 eh, win win I, I think based upon purely on their schedule that they go well over nine on this one um i wouldn't say they'd go 15 and two but you know i could see at least 10 wins easily so i'd be curious to see what the spreads are on these games when they start popping out yeah agree well, good. At least I I mean when I looked at their schedule and I was looking at this this team here, the Saints, I thought I was taking crazy pills because I'm looking at their schedule going, this looks like the easiest schedule ever for, for the team. And they don't even you don't have to be good. You just have to show up. You're gonna win most of these games. So I'm I'm with you guys. I I, I was conservative because I thought once I hit the eleven number, I'm like, am I getting crazy? Am I going a little too wild? But I'm glad to hear other people think that too, because the Saints over nine seems pretty uh, consistent with every whatever the analysis everybody else has given. I think that over is going to be uh, pretty easy to hit. So, man, how do you get such well, an easy schedule? Like, who do you? No, hey, Dave, pull pull it up right now on the site. Give give me my fifty uh, on the over. Do it right now. We're all credits. in. We're all in. Fifty Done. credits, all in on Saints. Okay, so we all think that. Saints are going to dominate this uh, this division uh, and probably make it to the playoffs, and then handily get crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they are not going to go far in the playoffs. They'll get, they might even get a bye, which would be crazy because the NFC as a total is pretty weak. Besides, besides the Eagles, and they play in a really tough division, so I could see New Orleans with a one or two seed. Huh. Crazy. Well, no, probably a three seed because you got Sam Fran out there too. Okay. They'll have a home playoff game. They should not have a home playoff game. Who? The Saints. Ah. Who they? (laughs) Mascot is gumbo. (laughs) I love it. All right. So let's, let's go. Oh, so we're firmly in agreement on the saints here. So let's talk about the Buccaneers, which we all know is kind of expensive for corn. Oh, thanks. (laughs) That was for Mike. Thanks, Uh, uh, Dave, let's go to you. What do you, what do you think about the Buccaneers uh, over under six and a half? Uh, (laughs) uh, I have them going under. Um, I think they're just a dismantle team. Uh, Who knows who their quarterback's going to be. Um, you know, as of right now, I just don't see them being good at all. Uh, thanks, Baker Mayfield. Appreciate your time here in Cleveland. Um, thought you got screwed, but I also don't think you're really that good. So uh, good luck down there. Uh, your your choices there. I mean, they get they have good wide receivers. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. Um, but outside of that, I just don't see anything else um, that they have to benefit that team. So I, I just mm-hmm. don't see them going over. I have them under the six and a half games. Mike over under six and a half for Buccaneers. Got them right at six. Uh, I see them starting the season off one, and one and three before they hit their bye week And then they replace Baker. And then this poor backup quarterback has <laughs> Falcons, <laughs> Falcons, Lions, Bills to start. <laughs> Poor guy. And then he hits the Texans, Titans. But, man, they got 
Like, I don't know how New Orleans avoided these teams. Like, I look right. at the bus schedules. They play, you know, the 49ers. They play uh, the Jags. They play uh, the Lions. They play the Bills. They got the Eagles, the Vikings. I'm like, that's a tough schedule. I'm like, New Orleans is in the same division. They should have a similar schedule. Why, why, did, why did they avoid every tough team? So, six wins, barely under, wouldn't, wouldn't touch this team. Yep. Agree. I think the schedule was set to scare uh, Brady out of the league. So he yeah. knew he wouldn't have a chance. Then he should retire now. Or we're going to keep stacking against you because you're absolutely right. Their schedule is completely the opposite of the Saints. They play every difficult team when the Saints get every easy team. I don't know how that happens. So you think, Mike, you think Mayfield is out before the bye or right after the bye week? He's yeah. Replaced? Yeah. Well, he's going to start one and three. Okay. Because it's a tough schedule. Yeah. 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 Well, regardless, uh, Buccaneers suck. It's a rebuilding year. Baker sucks. Sorry, man. I think you're probably a decent dude, but you suck. So whatever. They're going to lose. They're going to be – I might have them under, under six and a half as well. So surprise question here, ladies and gentlemen. What's your pick that's most confident? Huh? Uh, give me a guess. I don't know, Mike. What's yours? Oh, when the Saints. Marching. <laughs> <laughs> I just – just based purely on schedule. I yeah. mean, it, I, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I went with you, Dave. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'm with Saints too, man. It's, it's obvious. Like it's, it almost seems like there's something wrong here. So maybe we should get this bet in as quickly as we can because right. we are the solid. The may be moving as we speak. <laughs> we, we may have moved the line. They may have the bookies in uh, in Vegas probably said, "Oh my gosh, did you listen to that? You bet podcast. They're on to something. We missed it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to change everything." So uh, yeah, Saints look good. Yay! All right, that wraps up our review of actually. All of the NFL. So go back and check out all of the predictions we have for all the divisions, overs and unders uh, predictions. Check them out. Look at the analysis. Uh, keep us honest. Uh, argue with us. Tell us that where we're wrong over there on X at you bet underscore podcast. We'll keep the conversation going out there if you don't like what you hear or if you agree. Or you know what? Let us know if you think the Saints aren't going to win uh, the division. We'd like to hear from you out there. So uh, that that wraps up this segment. We're going to get into uh, into news. Let's uh, let's go right into it, uh, Mike. I'm sure there's some things happening out there in the world of sports. What do you got for us? Uh, apparently, every college football player is just betting on their own team now. <laughs> like there are so many betting scandals that are just popping up. They have an Iowa State. I, I'm sorry, Iowa. Their backup kicker made approximately 170 bets. What? 170 bets on the under in the Iowa State Iowa game. It was he based all those bets on under his mother's name. Yeah. <laughs> for approximately like forty five hundred dollars or something like that, and I'm just like. Oh my God! One hundred and seventy bets for forty five hundred dollars. What was he betting per per game? But like, just do it once. Like, why leave that big of a trail? Right. And he won by half a point, which is crazy. Like the the total was forty five, and the and the final score was twenty seven seventeen. It's like, oh my God! And he's a kicker, and then like a lot of players followed him, and they're catching all these players because. Not only are they betting under traceable names, but they're betting from the facilities. Wow. Like NFL players are being suspended left and right. And college players are not getting there. I'm like, oh my God. Like, how there's one rule <laughs> you have to follow. And we all learned from Pete Rose. <laughs> like right. you just don't bet on your team. Or you don't bet the sport. Like you just don't bet. Right. Like they even frown upon fantasy football for these guys because they don't want people cheating. Like, right. I'm just like, oh my god, how how can you be that stupid? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even college college baseball, there was a scandal. A coach, a coach was giving 
information to a guy to play the bets in Alabama, which Dave brought up a few weeks ago. I'm like, oh my God, guys. Like the fear of the reason like you could only bet in Vegas and they wouldn't let you bet on UNLV was the fear of people betting on their own team and screwing it up for everybody. And then they opened it up and well, lo and behold, they were right. Everyone's <laughs> betting on it. And they're like shocked. I'm like, yeah. I appreciate it, but I appreciate how easy it is to gamble on this stuff now. But come on, guys. <laughs> right. I think it's funny is that the uh, Iowa State's quarterback, Hunter Deckers, was also involved with this as well. So, I mean, somebody who is key in doing yeah. that. You know what? If you're going to go and bet on your team and you bet on them to win, okay, that's kind of cool. I, I, I'm, I'm, but if you're betting on unders and you're like looking at your watch, you're going, okay, do the math really quick, you know. Oh, I think I'm incomplete pass, incomplete pass, Inco yeah, or right. just run the ball, run the ball. Let's let's run this out. So, you know, I. So so what you're saying, Dave? So we should create a rule that says you cannot bet negatively against your own team either right. in terms of unders or losses but it's okay if you go positives and overs because you know it means you have to step up for a certain level of performance <laughs> I, I don't know i mean that game was 27 17 let's say they have the ball yeah you know, know. late and you bet the over yeah oh go to hand off and fumble no i know yeah wait, wait, why would you fumble the over oh no, to give the other team the ball so they could run it back and score you're I up get, 10. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I can't lose. No, like, I would, you're betting on your team to win and cover, you know? Yeah. I think that's that's the game that you play. But, I mean, if you got kids that are betting the unders on this one, and I, I just – kickers. I'm going to give a shit about the kicker. <laughs> but, no, the kicker can really control an under or two. But, but you have the quarterback is involved with this as well. So they're saying – 5,000 wagers totaling more than $100,000 that were placed between January 2021 through May of 2023. So it's been going on for a while. Yeah. Right, right. And and just tell your friend to do it. And don't do it at your facility. <laughs> right. they get, they're like, huh, the bet came from – the, the, the calls are coming from in the house. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, but you know what? This may just be a wave of stupidity. Like, you know, and it's, it's opened up a whole bunch of people are going to get caught. Then everybody's going to realize and all the coaches and all the programs are going to all going to realize and say, guys, you're going to get caught. Like there's, there's just no, there's no good way around this. So don't even right. attempt it. Look what happened to all these long list of people who got screwed for making stupid decisions. Don't be one of those guys. Cause we need you to actually play this sport. Well, imagine, yeah. Imagine you're a, you're a scholarship athlete too. And now if these guys get busted, they're forfeiting all of their eligibility for the oh. NCAA oh. forever. Can you imagine if your son came up and said, sorry, dad, I, I'm off the team because I got caught for gambling and he lost his full ride to, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, it's just, it depends how much he won. <laughs> <laughs> dad, I got kicked off the team, but I won $5 million. Well, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dad, I cheated kidding. on my wife. Oh, witch is out. Oh, okay. <laughs> just but you're absolutely right. What I, what I mean, you're gambling with way more than the dollars on the table at that point, right? You're gambling with your whole future. You're gambling with your all the opportunity that's been given to you. And that is dumb. That's right. a bet you cannot win and uh don't 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 enter that game. We're gonna put that in our disclaimer in the beginning now of every show. Yeah. If you happen to play a sport at the college or professional level, do not place any bets. This is your public service reminder. Thank I you very do much. I happen to notice that since we started this podcast, there's been a massive uptick of people betting on their own league. So I think we are partially to blame. Yeah. <laughs> the correlation is high. You're right. We are any guilt whatsoever. I'm just going to put that out there. Further disclosure. <laughs> Further disclosure. I, I hear and said, shut up, Mike. No, my bad. <laughs> All right. Well, kids, if you're listening, don't bet on your own teams. Don't bet on any yeah. teams. You're playing sports. It's, it, you're going to lose too much. It's not worth a small right. win. Exactly. All right, Mike, what else? Anything else happening out there in the world? That's that is most of the news. Uh, I got I got nothing else. Okay, Dave, anything else you would like to bring up? 
Uh, word of congratulations to uh, my son, Michael, who made the varsity uh, soccer team after a year off of uh, with a broken leg. So yes. new coaching staff, new everything. So uh, just found out last night, uh, ran through tryouts uh, for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and got the email last night. So, yeah, he officially made the team. And there was a couple guys that did not make the team, which, uh, you know, I'm sad for those guys. But, um, you know, congratulations, Michael, for uh, busting through this and, you know, working hard and, you know, getting back into shape and ready to play. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Michael. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that brings us on a happy note to the end of today's show. So if you like what you hear, make sure you download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend or 10 because sharing is caring. We're out on X at you bet underscore podcast. Find us out there. Chat with us out there. We'll keep the conversation going. So thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor. And uh, good luck, everybody, with your bets. See ya. Peace.